Welcome to the podcast version of the Talk Exchange. I'm Nick Thomas, and I'm here with Director Francis. And let me just say a couple of things, because I'm excited that he's here right now. Um, he's usually behind the camera and behind the scenes directing us with the Talk Exchange shows. And he does so much, which I'm grateful for, um, for the Talk Exchange. And he's got us to a level um, that I know would have been hard to attain uh, going by myself. So I'm really, really super excited that he's decided to come and share his thoughts <laughs> with us here on the podcast version of the Talk Exchange. Welcome, Mr. Director Francis. Hey, thanks, Nick. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I appreciate you, man. Everything good? Everything's good. All Everything's right. golden. Okay, okay. Um, I, we're going to jump right in. Um, one of the, um, this is a topic that we have covered on on one of the shows of the Talk Exchange, but the, uh, just a little, with a little twist. Now, um, it's body count, but should body count even matter if the person is not even marriage minded? So I know, uh, you know, there's some guys that will date a girl and ask them, so how many guys you've been with? Now, if you know you're not even, that guy knows he's not even going to go any further with that girl or, or marry that girl in the future or whatever, like it's not going to be long term, should that question even matter? Um, that question should not matter if they're not marriage minded. And uh, thank you for breaking that down because I was going to ask you, what is your definition of uh, marriage minded? Yeah. It all boils down to insecurities at the end of thank the you. day. <laughs> it doesn't matter whether uh, they're going to be uh, marriage material, non-marriage material. If you plan to get married, if you plan not to get married, the question is, can you handle the truth? If a girl tells you they've been with 20 plus partners, can you really handle that? Are you secure enough to handle that? Or will that cause turmoil in your relationship as you progress? Right. So um, if I meet a girl, I usually don't even ask her about her body count because to me, that's irrelevant. You had a past before me. There is no reason for me to actually go digging up your past, which has nothing to do with me. But, you know, in this day and age, some people like to do that digging because they want to see or should I say judge their partners based on their body count exactly and i was going to say that too as well because for some people um whether they're going long term or not they still have that in them that they want to know who they're they think that question will you know show them who that person is definitely now, i think 9.5 times out of 10 you're not going to get the right answer. You're not. So. <laughs> um, you know, this is a disclaimer, ladies. Um, this is just based on my opinions and personal experiences. I'm sure, Nick, you can attest to this. Mm -hmm. uh, some women are great editors. When you mm -hmm. ask them how many men they've actually been with, a lot of times they subtract the ones that were considered bad sex. <laughs> you know, uh, and when you ask, for example, you know, I was dating a girl in the past. I asked her, you know, for example, we're talking... I was like, hey, you know what? Um, you know, you probably, you know, did it a few times, right? She's like, yeah, you know, almost about two times. I'm like, just two times? Well, probably like three or four, but those ones are not really good. He was a one-minute man, <laughs> but it is still intercourse. Right. So you're never going to get the right answer, especially if the body count numbers are really high. Right. Because no matter what, even though you have a past that has nothing to do with the person you're dating now, having a high body count can be alarming. Right. To the man. 
Right. And vice versa. Vice versa as well, yeah. If a female finds out that you've been with 50 women, chances are she's going to pretty much watch you (laughs) with one eye open, one eye closed. Yeah. Because a lot of times, even though the past doesn't reflect your current status, but what if you were a hoe? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm saying I'm saying men and women, not just women and hoes, or right. it could be a man hole, you can be a, a female hole. It could be whatever you want to call it. If you were promiscuous and slept around, chances are maybe you've reached that point where you just want to settle down, but you still have the freakiness in you. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I mean for every just like everything, there's levels, right? So, you know, you can have, like you said, it's both guys and girls. So you can have a guy that if he's an attractive if he was a sports player, basketball, football, whatever the deal is, his number might be a little bit higher. As well as it's also for a man, like a man will get a pat on the back he, he, that he's, you know, all over the place and has so many women. Definitely. You know what I mean? But women don't get that pat on the back. No. You know what I mean? Even though we're in a different day and age. Yes. However, it's still, like you said, alarming to to a guy that asked that but Definitely. still people want to kind of get that judge of the person that they're with right for sure yeah for sure and i mean you know it's it's unfortunate that uh you know when a woman uh maybe has the same body count as a man she's seen in a different light yeah it's just the way it's been since the beginning yeah. and it's probably the same way it's going to be seen until the end of time yeah or until something drastically changed we're starting to see a little change now but mm-hmm. it's still there's a difference, you know what right. I mean. Um, so when a when a man is uh, inquiring about a female's body count or vice versa, you got to be very very careful. If you know you can't handle what you're asking for, then it's best not to even ask at all. Don't ask at all. Um, yeah. Because what if the person was looking for love, but they were dating a bunch of idiots? What if the female was looking for love and she was pouring her heart out to guys that were you know maybe treating her bad, verbally abusive, or just Maybe serial cheaters. Yeah. You know, I can't blame her if she had to go through, you know, a few men to find, to find the, right the right one. one. Yeah. So sometimes, um, you know, your past cannot be used against you in your current status because you just don't know. And another thing, too, a lot of people got to stop going as far back as teen years. <laughs> when you are a teenager, men and female, yeah. you tend to go wild and have fun. Right. Your college yeah. years, college high school years. years. Yeah. So if I was to ask a female, for example, hey, you know, how much people did you sleep with in your in your whole lifespan? And she tells me, you know, well, I probably slept about 15 people in high school. I'm not going to hold it against her if she's in her 30s. Right. Because people have fun and people change. Mm-hmm. But if within one year of meeting you, you've slept with 17 people, then that could be a red flag. Yeah. Red flag, folks. Feel free to check out episode five of the Talk Exchange where we discuss red flags with the crew. Right, exactly. Um, and, and and you're absolutely right. That could be considered uh, a red flag for somebody if that number is within a short period of time. Definitely. Yeah, you can't go all the way back. You can't. I, I know, especially in the college years, um, and for some people that may have been a late bloomer, that's like a whole new world. And you know they go buck wild, exactly. especially the the type the the type of crew that they're rolling with. And I'll just speak from a little bit from experience. Um, being around, I played basketball, so being around other basketball players, you know, traveling to different cities and stuff like that, or whatever, the availability 
of women that are there are very high. Definitely. You know what I mean? So it'll take someone that's a little bit more grounded and knowing what they want um, to really overcome some of them, them those women that are throwing themselves at them. You know yeah, for I mean? sure. Yeah. You know, uh, athletes, uh, you know, musicians, as you know, back in the days, I was actually like an MC. Right. Like a, you know, a decent MC. So yeah. you're absolutely right. Um, you know, you get a lot of um, offers, <laughs> a lot of offers, and you have to be very grounded and have a lot of willpower right. not to succumb to that. You know what I mean? But, um, you know, if you're having fun in your younger years and you've grown up, you phase out of, you know, your fun because now it's time to be mature and to look for the right one and, and, and become in a serious relationship, then, yeah, you should not be using uh, the past against uh, somebody. But you know what? In this day and age, uh, a lot of people are very, very jealous. A lot of people are very insecure, especially when it comes to triggers. Now, triggers could be things that will cause your partner to ask you how many people you've been with. Exactly. So, for example, point. you could be dating right now, but all your exes are calling you. Mm -hmm. All your friends or people you've had intimacy with at one point or the other are now calling you out of the blue and he's noticing or she's noticing this. That might trigger to ask, hey, did you sleep with this person before or is this person somebody you've been with in the past? Because it's all about how they perceive your interactions or your conversations with such person. Right. So if you're with a girl, for example, that you barely hear them talking to multiple guys, you're probably going to be a little bit secure. Mm -hmm. But when you have a girl that you're dating, all of a sudden, all the time, she's like messaging her guy friend or talking to her guy friend and you're so good you're the best and yeah all this it's gonna really make people feel insecure and this goes for females too right guys females alike the opposite sex you guys will feel a little bit insecure or a little bit awkward to find out that your partner or your significant others is actually talking to people that they dealt with in the past on a regular basis right so that can be uh you know some sort of red flag that would trigger somebody to ask right by the way how many, How many people, people have you dated? Or did you date him? Did you date him? Like yeah. when you start to see somebody asking, oh, who's that? Did you date that person? Who's that? Did you date that person? Yeah. Yes, people could be insecure, but there are people that are normal, that are not really insecure. Mm -hmm. They can become insecure. Right. Exactly. If that makes any sense. I don't that know if I said that right. So if they were secure in the past and they start to see that you interact with your exes, your guy friends, you know, or in this case, if a female has guy friends and a guy has female friends, that can actually cause somebody to become a little bit insecure, insecure because they're seeing things on a regular basis that's actually breaking them down every day, every week, yeah. every year. That will change them and that will start to cause them to become insecure. When insecurities come, here comes the low self-esteem. Here comes the jealousy. Yeah. So um, if you can't handle the truth, Stay out of the booth. <laughs> you don't need to dig into things that have nothing to do with you. However, that person that you're dating also has to be conscious of the fact that whatever they're doing in front of that person, their boyfriend or girlfriend, can cause them to become insecure, yeah. jealous, low self-esteem, yeah. and of course, start to ask about their past. Yeah. Well, like, you made you made a, a very very valid point, and I think um, on, on the grand scheme of things that's like probably the 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 number one part is the trigger because uh, and and again from our own personal experiences um like you said or had mentioned you could be out and this is like pre-covid times when things are open and everything's normal like clubs and lounges and stuff like that and now if you you have a significant other that you're 
talking to when you're out a lot of times at different events and stuff like that. And every event you go to, your girl, significant other, is saying, you know, jumping up on, hugging up somebody and, you know, hey, you know, and you, so who's that? And okay, okay, so who's that? All right, the next one, who's that? And so almost everywhere you go, that's happened to me. That's so, happened to me too. Right. So then there's a trigger. You may not ask the first time, second time, third time. Now you're like, okay, hold on a second. How many exes do you have? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How many guys? Have, that's when the questions would come. So that's a valid point, where, which I think is probably the number one uh, thing. It's a trigger. Because I, I don't think people, I know there are some insecure people from the jump that will ask that right away. Like, you know, hey, how you doing? What's your name? How many people have you been Right. Versus, you know, I think the majority will be, be um, asking from a trigger. You know what I mean? Definitely. So it's a very good point. Definitely. And, you know, some people might ask even without a trigger just because they just want to know. Yeah. They've probably been burnt in the past, probably been cheated on severely. They don't want to pour their heart out to a, to a guy again. So they just want to ask so that they know what they're getting into. Yeah. Once they get that answer, whether they accept the answer or not, they have to make a decision on whether they want to stay or leave. Mm-hmm. If you get a red flag and you decide to stay, then that's on you. Mm-hmm. Then you pretty much accepted what you did not want in the first place. Mm-hmm. And that becomes problematic as your relationship progresses. You see what I'm saying? And then, of course, you have some people that, you know what? Oh, man. Yeah, 20 people. I just, <laughs> I, just, I just can't. I just can't. And you know what? That's fine. It's all up to that individual. Yeah. Whatever you think you can handle, handle it in stride. If you can't handle it, get out the kitchen. Yeah. But sometimes when you have a fresh relationship, where the people get along well, the sex is always great in the first few months, a year, even two years. You kind of like, some people ignore red flags. Yeah. And then the red flags really start to kick in after the third year, fourth year, when sex becomes regular. Right. You know? Uh, and then, you know, you guys start, maybe start to live with each other. Then you start to see what you hate, what you can't, what you don't like. And then you start to see a little bit of things. Like, I always advise people, regardless of the fact, always judge by how they treat you right even if you meet a girl that has dated 10 guys maybe you might be that person that she really likes and loves and desires and willing to settle with but if you start bringing your past insecurities into this current relationship and this goes for guys and girls then you're destroying something that could be something that was meant for you right right I absolutely agree. Great, great point. Um, we're just about out of time right now. It's not a problem. There's always <laughs> so, more more episodes to come. Yes, definitely more episodes to come. Thank you again, Director Francis, for blessing us with your presence and your insight. I'm super excited about moving forward with the other topics and hearing the stuff you have to say and also you're a freestyle artist. So coming up <laughs> <laughs> on other episodes, we got to hear you spit some stuff. You know what I mean? Hey, that sounds great, man. So listen, always want to, um, you know, shout out the entire cast of the Talk Exchange. So of course, moderator Nick, uh, we got Karina, we got Dre, we got Sharice, and we got Maxine. Uh, we have new episodes we're going to be shooting in March. Stay, t- stay tuned for more episodes. A lot of people always ask us, you know, why the episodes don't drop every week. Well, we're doing this independently. And our episodes cost a lot of money to produce. Uh, we're going to be at, at a stage where we're going to, you know, be looking for like sponsorship and ongoing funding so we yeah. can do this regularly uh, as other 
uh, platforms and other shows. But in the meantime, uh, we do have our podcast segment, which is pretty much going to be audio. Uh, and that would be, you know, dropped more frequently because it's uh, more cost effective as opposed to doing a full show, uh, TV show um, that costs a lot of money uh, to produce. So hang tight. If you guys have loved our episode so far, uh, please continue to, you know, support us and uh, look out for more content from us uh, on our talk exchange platform. We have clippings of different show segments, viral videos, uh, original content, uh, B-roll behind the scenes, just to add that extra flavor to the talk exchange platform, because we know we have episodes coming. They don't come as frequent as uh, they should at the, in the meantime, because of obviously us taking our time to get the funding we need to make this uh, a regular, uh, you know, delivery. Everything else we have on a platform, feel free to appreciate, continue to support us. We are growing. There you go. Well said, Director Francis. Thank you once again. Shout out to the TTE crew. Uh, tune in next time. We're going to drop another segment in the next uh, few weeks. So look out. We're coming through. Thank you for tuning in. Take T-T-E. care. TTE. TTE. Let's go. <laughs>